cheese, and we get really high. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where Harfoot's cower, Sauron has not yet built a tower, and rings have power. Delightful. Just for you. I'm the Shape of Tarvalon, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Dengis Khan. No smoke. <laughs> And our guest co-host, Mr. BuzzFeed. And you might also hear a little nugget in the background making some goo goo gaga noises. That's what he do. That's his contribution. He's the town. <laughs> yep. Uh, we are here to talk to you about the first two episodes of The Rings of Power. Uh, we're also going to be referencing a lot of Tolkien lore throughout mm-hmm. because, like, that's kind of Deng's thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, just make your choices. If you don't want to hear about that stuff, maybe, uh, maybe just... Turn off the episode and come back to it when you've either watched things or read things. You make that choice for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's... All right. You have to take responsibility for your life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shaitan's lettuce and munchies. Uh, Deng and Ospo have been consuming things uh, because I'm breastfeeding, so I can't. <laughs> Lol me. Um, Mr. Buzzfeed is DDing, so... Yes. Thank and you. is generally sober as well. So he's also sober. So we've got two high bitches and two sober bitches. <laughs> I'm going to go get the baby. What have y'all drank? So, uh, I don't remember if it's MXG or XMG, but we've got like little juice cocktail things with 10 milligrams of food each in them. Mm-hmm. We've had, there's Can't like have smoke near the baby. Lime and iced tea and watermelon and raspberry and citrus and there's all sorts of flavors so we're at 30 milligrams each yeah i believe so because 10 per drink and i realize if i'm going to be functional i need to temper this down a little bit so i'm getting a beer (laughs) (laughs) i need to be less Ah, functional anyway and he will get less high by also being drunk yes that's okay that's who i am all right, so I mean it's just Coors Light. So. <laughs> yes, I'm just hydrated. Yep. <laughs> uh, Munchy wise, we are having some non bread with tzatziki. That's our leftovers from dinner last night, and we are having tacitos with spinach in artichoke dip. Fuck yeah! I realize I need to write that down. Yep. But we're here to talk about the most exciting thing <laughs> in television today, the marvel of our age. The incredible, indisputable. <laughs> Fuck. Dang, really liked it. Now. Uh, we <laughs> liked it a lot more than we liked uh, Wheel of Time. We'll just start with that. The Lord of the Ring, Rings of Power. First two episodes dropped this weekend. Yeah. General impressions to start. Woo! The cinematography, the music, the Harfoots. The Harfoots. <laughs> it's great. We love it. I had a really good time watching it. Dang and I have watched it twice. And we were pretty taken with it, all things considered. That's our overall. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're eating. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here, Nugget, take over. Chews on his finger. Okay, it's so. delicious, though. <laughs> Yeah, I think they did a lot of things right. Um, mm-hmm. There are some indisputably magical shots that really mm-hmm. make me wish we had a better TV. Come watch it on our TV. <laughs> Deadass. Cap. Say no more. <laughs> Just unironically. Um, to be fair, if we're watching it on Friday nights, so let's take out night. There's way better takeout in, in, in where they live. <laughs> 5.06. Thanks. I messed that <laughs> up pretty quick. <laughs> this, is big yeah, this is what the beer prevents in me. That's true. I'm sober. I know. <laughs> um, uh, what were Just we bad saying? at my job. What were you saying? Because I'm on maternity oh, leave. Oh, things <laughs> like the sea worm. Oh, it looks so oh. good. It has a doom. Ooh, the... um. The uh, the prologue in the first episode oh. showing all the in like the war of the war power, of Morgoth mm-hmm. and uh-huh. the, the fell beasts and the evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my Stunning. god! 
the shot of the tree over Tyrion in Valinor. Oh, the two trees, yeah. yes, 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 yes. yes. That, that wither and then you see Morgoth the shadow, in Morgoth the in the shadow. It's oh, oh. stupendous. Goosebumps twice. Mm. Um, the fireworks celebration oh. outside Linden mm-hmm. after Galadriel's troop come back. Yes, magical. Made me like fireworks again for a second. The scale of the castle in the uh, in the Air. far north. Yeah. When it zooms out from Galadriel's troop oh, in yeah, the yeah. darkness, and it's like this massive spire in the snowstorm ahead of them. Fucked. Here, see, Mr. Buzzfeed. Move the tzatziki closer to me so I can oh. dip. Just some really, really mind-blowing cinematography mm-hmm. that I love so much. Oh, the cemetery grove of the elves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The music. Exactly correct. It's immaculate. We were watching the credits, and I was like, oh, Howard Shore did the music. That's why I like it so much. Makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> and then... The first time we switched to the dwarves, Dang was like, you can hear that it's dwarves now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it's got musical continuity with Peter Jackson's film tri- yes. uh, trilogies, which I think that... Is good. I'm it, very it, excited. It's immersed you, right? Because you're like, oh, we're mm-hmm. here in Middle Earth again. I'm very excited to someday watch this, then watch The Hobbits, then watch mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Yes, and get the whole lead up, you know, because... I'm going to grab a burp cloth. No worries. My assumption being for this show, they're going to finish at The Last Alliance. If you're telling the story of the Rings of Power, you tell the story up to the defeat of Sauron, you know? Mm-hmm. Which would give it very cool um, lead-in with the Peter Jackson films as well. Which I'm really hopeful for. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, in any case, the music. Yeah, sorry. I totally zoned out. That's okay. We're the weed podcast. It's kind of our job. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the music already meshes really well. Like mm-hmm. you can, They've got the male choir coming in for the dwarves, right? And they've got things that go, oh, yeah, right. This is what Erebor sounded like. Or mm-hmm. this is what Moria sounded like. This, this feels right. Which I really appreciate. Other thoughts? We have to continue on good things because I have one bad thing. What are your thoughts? Right, what do you feel? There was just some. I wouldn't. Hmm. I don't know what level of like off, sketchy, not the best, well done. I don't know what ad- adjective you would use to describe it, but like some of the CGI was just a little off kilter. I didn't love the boat unfolding. They needed to get ter- Tim Burton in on that uh, stop mm-hmm. motion. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Tuin. Sorry. It's all good. I find, generally speaking, water seems very hard to CGI. Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be that slight dip with Mm -hmm. rendering that sort of thing, which I definitely notice. The elves have short hair. Yes. Yes. Which I made the joke that elvish style has evolved. um, (laughs) And now elves have long hair, but they didn't used to always have long hair. This grows really, really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign of how long you've been alive. <laughs> like a dwarf's beard. Mm. I don't know. I don't hate it. When we first started seeing trailers, I kind of thought I would hate it. Mm-hmm. But it's not taken me out of anything. It's pretty say. easy to get over. Yeah, it's pretty easy to get over. By the second time we watched it, I was used to it. And I was like, yeah, elves can look like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know? NBD. It gives some variety and a lot of people were seeing, because most of the people we're seeing are elves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say with uh, talking about elves' appearances, I have seen some ridiculous takes on the internet mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> regarding this, so I want to bring it up. I saw one complaining that they had made Elrond gay in the show. <laughs> And it, 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 the, the thumbnail they had had edited him to have, like, leather BDSM gear on and makeup. <laughs> and, and that shit rubbed me the wrong way. Because mm. so if funny. anything, we were scared that they were going to make Elrond and Galadriel fuck. 
yeah. instead mm-hmm. of like mother-in-law, why son-in-law they, deal. Why do they have that whack chemistry? It's freaky. This doesn't need to feel like my life with Derek. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't need to feel like Bella Swan and mm. Jacob. Yes. Okay. Did you? Shit. My life with Derek. Oh, thank you. Did you know they're making a Life with Derek movie? No way, really? Yeah, Casey and Derek move back to their parents' new house with their children over the summer to help build a deck. And Casey and Derek are fine together, but their kids hate each other. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, they're making that movie. They're filming it in, like, Oshawa or some shit. I can't wait to watch it. Or Wishy or something like that. Something that's ter- technically not called to Toronto, but is Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto. That's rich coming from us. <laughs> we didn't grow up in Toronto, but it's Toronto now. Yeah, now it's, now it's a hellhole. Um, oh, but gay Elrond. That also rubbed me the wrong way, because, like, bro, what part of tall, pale, fair-skinned, long-haired, delicate, thin men... Wasn't already gay. That was already gay. Tolkien's elves were gay. Elrond was gay in the movies. Uh, fucking Legolas is gay. Fucking... <laughs> the elves are all gay anyway, so why... The only one that's ever had chemistry <laughs> with anyone is gay. Yeah. Dumb. They made him gay with a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's, uh, whatever. Gale. Fuck you. <laughs> there have been some absolutely abominable takes online. Like? Ah, 420 plays it. Yes! So that's something that happens in episode. Okay, so let's move on to episode by episode, I think. Yeah, let's move mm-hmm. on. Episode one. We start with our... <laughs> Hi, buddy. We start with our prologue. We didn't get the intro sequence this time. Um, long prologue. Very long prologue. But mm-hmm. hey, that's the... That's style. Tolkien. Uh, Galadriel is taking up her oldest brother, Finrod's quest, which is canon. That is in the family tree. That, that is her older brother, mm-hmm. yeah. Oldest brother. Oldest brother. Um, he did, in the original um, Silmarillion... He did get killed by Sauron, mm-hmm. but he did so during the First Age, helping Baron and Luthien recover Silmaril. Um, so, I mean... Slight like, flub, but they, meh. Well, they don't really say when he dies in... That's true. Rings of Power. Just we're in the Second Age now. Lots of people have gotten the feeling it was a recent thing, mm-hmm. but, like, they weren't specific. It's, it's, a, it's a little... There's some I have pursued this cat. enemy since before the first sunrise. Yeah. And she started going like whole hog after the enemy after her brother died. Mm-hmm. And they, So it could have been first stage. So they played it vague, which means it's not super not canon, you know? <laughs> that was a funny way to say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Uh, what else? Oh, man. Aaron Deer's gonna fuck a lady. Yeah. Mm. A human lady. Don't hate that. Although I will say, she's a mildly, slightly not white lady. Um, yeah. Brown of some ilk. He is more brown. And I would say that her son is more brown than she is. Mm-hmm. So while it's possible that her husband was brown, I have a secret headcanon that Aaron Deer is the father of her child. Of Theo? Yes. Yeah. Which would maybe not be so fun since it seems like Theo's going to go all evil and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's that shit too. With Sauron's blade, you have a theory about that, dang. Mm-hmm. It's episode two, but like, who cares? It all came out at once. Mm-hmm. Shart. I could very much see that being the beginning of a setup that kind of, you know, when someone's hit by a Morgul blade and they start turning evil. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like it's the start of that for him, and I could see them writing it as he eventually gets one of the nine rings of power for men. And becomes if, an Asgul. If he mm. were to like take over leadership in his area, kind of thing, mm-hmm. over some plot arc, you know, they could be working up to he's one of them who gets a ring. That would be cool. Which would be interesting. If not, I'm curious to see where they take him because mm-hmm. they've got the potential to do something dark with him like that. Could be. It will be very interesting to see how time progresses across the series. 
Yes. Because, like, obviously in the books, it takes fucking forever for any of this shit to happen. Years. So, especially with human characters, how is that going to all... Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah. What else happens in episode one? Um, Galadriel's Ooh. unit is bitches. Yeah, they're bitches on her. Weak ass. And when, when she goes back... Um, Oh, when she goes back, and Gilgalad's like, oh, they did amazing. They get to go back home to Valinor. That's that's maybe the main thing that pissed me off lore-wise. That's dumb. Mm -hmm. How how would the High King of the Elves have any authority to tell them who could or couldn't go back to Valinor at any given time? That's fucking stupid. He's not in charge of that. Gilgalad is also Gladriel's little cousin. Like, she's a full generation ahead of him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, at some point, he was her shitty little 11-year-old cousin, and now he's like, fuck off back to heaven, let Sauron come back. It's weird. It is. That's... Also, I'm sorry, Benjamin Walker just gives me, in the long hair, just keeps giving me Loki vibes every Mm. time I see him. I'm just like, why would they get Tom Hiddleston to play a long-haired, black, a long black-haired person again? Also, I'd just like to confirm mm-hmm. that Galadriel is the only female descendant of Finway. Mm-mm. No. Could, could I borrow that, please? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure that's incorrect, but I want to double check. Idril? No. Yes. Idril. Turgon's daughter, Idril, who married the man Tuor. Okay. And but she the did. mother of Eärendil. But she did. She's dead, but she's she... She's the only living female descendant of Finway. One of the only descendants of Finway. At least the uh, side of Valinor. Yep. Uh, Would you like to hold on? Dewey Lass might have been a girl too. I don't remember her as well. But Galadriel's the only cool one. <laughs> yeah, and she's redonkulously powerful mm-hmm. and redonkulously high in authority. Yeah. Right, because she was one of the leaders of her people when they came to Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you had a funny line about her being bad at boats. Oh, I don't remember. You were like, she's bad at boats because she didn't come over on a boat. She walked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I did say that. Thank you. You could have claimed that and gotten credit. And I would have been like, yo. I would never. That's not how you have a good marriage. Marriage counseling from the weed of time. Ride or die. Ride or die. Okay. Uh, penguin. Okay. But the scene of them entering Valinor in the boat when they're all singing and the light opens yeah. out of the dark mm-hmm. sky. Mm-hmm. Sexy, beautiful, amazing. Incredible. Incredible. I was a little bit mad when they tried to take the sword away from her, though, because I'm like, that's her brother's sword. That's her brother's sword. Let her keep it. But you can't bring weapons over there anymore. There was a whole issue. When, uh, yeah, this whole group of elves kind of massacred and genocided another group of elves steal a ship so they can come Mm -hmm. over to Middle Earth. Mm -hmm. Sup, Fana? Then there was the whole issue where there was a king of Numenor, whose advisor was Sauron in disguise. Oopsies. And he convinced him to go kill the Valar. Would that have happened yet in this timeline? I'm not quite sure how they're playing it. That's fair. It hasn't happened yet in this timeline, but they may change that. Yeah. But that... That's... Yeah. That kind of has to happen before the War of the Last Alliance, and then there's a whole build-up again. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, I think. Um... Oh, sorry, I'm lost. Sauron, Numenor. Uh, oh, Numenor yeah. came over to Valinor. And so he took a whole fleet of Numenorean soldiers over to Valinor, and he was like, hey, fuck the gods! Let us into heaven! And the gods were like, oh, no, hell no. <laughs> no, thank you. And destroyed the island. <laughs> um, and now you can't bring weapons there no more. Oh, fair enough. But it's fine if they're on the floor of the boat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> They were just dropping them off and going back. <laughs> um, what else happened in the episode? Go and choke yourself. Um, okay, Harfoot. Oh, mm. bro. I did, I'm thinking through the different plot lines. Someone else go for a while. Okay, Harfoots, delightful, amazing. I love them. Would die for all the Harfoots. Like, <laughs> stupendous. Yes. 
Deng smiled uncontrollably through the first episode because he just adored the Harfuts. Oh, they gave me goosebumps at first when that, like, Celtic music was playing Mm -hmm. and they were all emerging and building their village. That was fucking awesome. Also, I don't think that they were particularly uh, dangerous as per those dudes said. Yeah, that's so funny that everybody thinks they're dangerous. Yes. (laughs) Because they're so sneaky. Nobody's ever seen them. I really liked his hay or head ornament or head disguise thing the guy with the whistle yes yeah, yeah. who popped up and was like all clear and then you see all the other ones mm-hmm. it, pop it, up that was i think that wolf thing is probably a warg type deal mm. it's it's an orc involved wolf and not just a normal wolf. i think so it was too freaky it was too freaky it's got like the shape of the wolves. yeah yeah like the, the the paws didn't make sense looks like a duck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do we have a delicious thumb? What else? Is there anything else major? Um, we covered Galadriel. She dove in the water. Covered we covered her deer and his uh, human fucking. Uh, we <laughs> talked about Harfoots. Oh, and then a guy fell out of the sky. Yes. Yo, who the fuck's the stranger, right? There's many theories. They abound on the internet. <laughs> like crazy. Yep. Uh, okay, episode two. You want to do oh. plot line by plot line again? I think that was easy. Yeah. I think that was pretty easy. Um, so Celebrimbor and Elrond, which <laughs> I talked about this with some people on Twitter, actually, from the podcast account, and we all agree it's, oh my god, my attention span just keeps breaking, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Wait, podcast. It's what they come here for. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elrond being in that room like the Feanor's hammer. He he forced <laughs> the Silmarils with them, the great Silmarils. And Celebrimbor, Feanor's grandson, like bitch, I know who has I, the hammer. <laughs> I inherited it from my dad and my dad's dad, Feanor, who made it. And then he schools him on lore. <laughs> I love that moment. Um, oh, Eregion looks really good. It did. Like, every time they introduce a new area and they get the big mm. panorama. Yes. Oh. Oh, and the map. Yes. They keep bouncing on is perfect. Flawless. No notes. Um, so they go to Kazadoom. The way the doors move is oh. just satisfying to watch. Casa Doom is gorgeous and incredible. I would like to come in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wildly funny. Funny multiple times, which makes it officially better than any Marvel TV show. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I made a joke about that when he's like, I invoke the right of Sigintara. It's like um, a boyfriend. He's out. His phone dies. And. His girlfriend texted him multiple times, but because his phone's dead, he didn't uh, answer her. So he's like trying to get back into the apartment. He's like, I invoke the right to take him to rock. And you know what? That's pretty apt because, oh my god, the boyfriend energy coming out of Durin and Elrond. Elrond is correct. Like, Elrond's <laughs> not gay and people on the internet need to shut up, but oh my god, they're boyfriends and they're so gay. <laughs> you know, it's giving me um, Fiddler and Hedge from yes. oh. uh, Malazan's so, Book of the Fallen. Yep. That, like, broke up bromance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's angsty. I love it. It's delicious. But you were dead. <laughs> Fuck. It, it was a really nice moment. I When it was, like, dawned on me what he was upset about, and they're in the elevator going up, and I just looked at Mr. Buzzfeed, and I'm like, oh, I get it. That's why he's upset. <laughs> Best friend my ass. Okay. We had to fight about whether or not, uh, uh, whether he knew going in, he was just hoping to get a second to talk with him and just use up all the anger on the rock contest, or if he just... No, no, the, the rock contest is just what I had to get through to get there. <laughs> I think the latter. Alron was like, has it really been only 20 years? I thought it's been longer. He's like, bitch, 20 years are too damn long. Have some tact. God. Uh, we were both in love with Disa. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she's flawless, incredible, but I wish she had a beard. Mm-hmm. Oh, quick lore thing I want to complain about. There's not two Durins alive at the same time. 
That's not a thing. For the dwarves, that would be like having two dragons reincarnated at the same time. Do you mean to tell me that Loghain... Fuck. (laughs) ...is not the dragon reborn? No, but they believe Durin, their god king, gets reincarnated once every few generations. Kind of like the Dalai Lama. Or, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so they would never have King Durin and his son, Prince Durin... (laughs) That's that's fucking stupid. You know what I mean? That was that was the one lore thing that really got me. Cause like that's just unnecessary. Just call him Drurin or Hurin or Drogon or some <laughs> shit. Like give him some dumbass dwarf name. He doesn't need to be the kids. Okay, whatever. Yep. I'm bad. Still die mad. Um, <laughs> I said this in Discord, but I thought Kazadoom was really, really cool because it's the only time that we ever see lived in dwarf lands. Because what we see in The mm-hmm. Hobbit is ones where a dragon took it over and killed everybody, and mm-hmm. it's been abandoned for years. Mm-hmm. And even what we he... see in Lord of the Rings, we see Kazadoom after it's been abandoned. And, <laughs> and, and especially because what we do see in The Hobbit. When in the very prologue of Unexpected Journey. Mm-hmm. Is like the treasure room. We see the treasure room of an empire kind of in decline. You know? Yeah. It's been going downhill because Thror is such a bitch. Sorry, Thor, I punched yeah. the microphone. That's my bad. What time was that? 27. It's been going downhill because Thror was such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so we don't see that at its peak either. That's like seeing the last days of Rome. Ooh. Right? So... <laughs> What a bad time to see Rome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's... No. It's, it's really... It's full of life. Things grow in Kazadu And water flows. And it's... Magical. And there's a cool elvish tree. Yeah, that was really nice. I liked that. That looked very pretty. Oh my Get God. out of my heads! I was just gonna say, the kids running around in their heads were fucking hilarious. Odor. J'adore. Um... I think final thing we have to talk about the dwarf and plotline is what's in the box. What's Man. in the box? I'd hate the lore of that being a Silmaril. I say that right fucking now. It's very glowy, so that's why I suggested Silmaril. But it wouldn't be stupid because all the Silmarils are destroyed Gone. in the ocean, in lava. What happened? Oh, eaten by a wolf? No, no. Um, thrown into the ocean. Thrown into the... A chasm in the earth and put on Erendil's crown. Yes. Um, but yo, okay. Yeah, what's in the box, bro? Because. I suggested Mithril. Uh, Mr. Buzzfeed suggested the Arkenstone. But we see the Arkenstone get discovered in The Hobbit, and this is mm. way too early, and Mithril yes. is a glow. Yeah, and I would... Well, would they just be bad about that and make it the Arkenstone anyway? I'm... I, I don't want them to I be. I not. Yes. We're not banking on that. I'd rather it be a Silmaril than the Arkenstone, TBH. There have been examples of a Silmaril being held by dwarves, and then elves came and genocided them to reclaim it. That's happened in the Silmarillion. To be fair, the elves that were going to do that are all dead. Yes, yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Thankfully. Unless Celebrimbor is taking up the cause of his forebears. Oh, God. Stop. Stop. Not nationalist. <laughs> not Celebrimbor. <laughs> Please, no. He's going to be busy making rings of power. True. That's what, is that why they named it that? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. Erondir and Theo's mom. Who's got it going on? Okay, I thought uh, the whole thing where he's like sitting there and the bubbles are coming up and you're focusing on the bubbles and you're freaking oh, out with him and then they come out the hands, yes. come out from behind him and grab him because you don't notice them at first because they blend oh. in so well with the vines. Oh, that was sick. I love that. Okay, and having rewatched it, I'm not positive what I think those hands are from. They want you to think it's an orc, but like that they would be that... vaguely empty. Uh huh. Was what got me. Which is why they would blend in with the vines so well. Mm-hmm. It would be cool if they weren't orcs. And we saw Ents in the what? meteor scene of yeah. the first episode. Mm. Which makes me really excited. I'd love to see them like in proper full society again, you know? Mm-hmm. The way the way they existed before. I would love that. Um 
The orc looked really fucking good. Oh, he looked sick. Especially with the skull on. Yes. yes. Okay, the good. eye popping up through the hole in the <gasps> floor was freaky dicky. Freak the hell out of you, right? Which is perfect. Like, they're making them scary. Which they yeah, just... yeah. And Bronwyn and Theo. I like that fight sequence, too. That was mm. fun. Quite good. Him disappearing out of the sight of view, and then that I'm just, just you're pausing just waiting. over the thing. Your skin's yeah. crawling. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The energy was right. I, I would like to thank the music for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was... As well as good filmmaking, but, like, the music mm-hmm. obviously just adds the je ne sais quoi. Did James Taylor consult on this? James Taylor? Not James Taylor. I do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> Fire and rain, bitch. What? Who are you thinking? Describe. The Wicca guy. Wicca workshops? The, the, the oh, Weta workshops? Weta workshop, Richard yeah. Taylor. Richard Taylor, yes. Uh, Weta workshops is involved. I don't know if Richard Taylor is. I, I just want their... Was, but like... but Weta workshops is doing it. Okay. They're going to be professional no matter what. Their shit's going to look good. As long as it's not CGI. Cough, mm-hmm. cough, the Hobbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, I think they're doing the CGI too. Yeah, but... They've got much more of a budget maybe now. too much CGI in the Hobbit. And, and I, not enough actual physical effects, which always look better. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, the textures and the textiles and the armor and stuff looks very good in this show. Yes. In a way that the Hobbit didn't always. It hits Lord of the Rings style more than the Hobbit style. Yeah. It's pretty clean overall in terms of people and creatures. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, the, the, sometimes the Hobbit just kind of looked like a video game cutscene. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, it literally. Al- it always looked right. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the Matrix Revolution. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> when it goes into the massive Agent Smiths and it just suddenly turns into a video game, then it goes back to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We still need to watch The Matrix 4. We do. We need to find where to watch that. Um, okay. So, Aaron, dear, Bronwyn, any other thoughts on that? Man, what's, what's oh, the poisoning gr- shit? Yeah, and the stuff mm-hmm. that came out of the cow was fucking gross. And he didn't even, like, wipe his hand on the grass before he was like, I'm going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but when he just appeared around the building and the guy was so <laughs> sus, <laughs> I could not help but laugh. <laughs> This is not helping the rumors. Yeah, you did not play this cool at all, man. <laughs> but it low-key had the vibes of uh, that there colored city boy is here with our uh, with our women when we're not around. You know, like it, except yeah. it's actual race and not just color. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it gave racial racial prejudice a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, which was interesting. <laughs> it, it it just caught. Uh, there was a lot of emotion portrayed in those man <laughs> in that one look, and it took me. <laughs> um, but where do we think this poison is? Like, is it just has Sauron taken up in Mordor and it's starting to blight the land? Kind mm-hmm. of I could that... see it, yeah, because you established that that area that they're living in is what becomes Mordor. It's, it's west and central Mordor. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Nothing grows anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about in the intro, the, the title. Yes, sequence. this the black snake that we see for like two mm, seconds and then never comes to back. Poison the sands of life. Yeah. You know? A little bit underwhelming credit sequence. Yeah, I would like to see it change each time. Expand. Even yeah. if it did something like The Witcher, where it was a little different. And, and it all comes together at the end. Yeah. yeah. I'd take that. Witcher is like high standard for fantasy intro and just fantasy TV in general. Absolutely, the Witcher is top of the game, but like Rings of Power is. Uh, we'll have to see how the season ends up, but our hopes are high. A lot of money into mm-hmm. making it work. Oh yeah, <laughs> Galadriel's face when she learned that the that Sauron was basically coming up from the south, and she was just like, "Oh, yeah, nice." Okay then. <laughs> That's a good opportunity. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, that's a good opportunity to transition to Galadriel's Because she didn't think through jumping out of the boat. She's just like, I'm going to swim back to Middle Earth. (laughs) All the way from Valinor. She jumped out and I was like, okay, swim, bitch. Like, good luck. Uh, (laughs) Off you go. (laughs) It's intercepted by a brooding stranger on a raft. 
with some strangers who probably die because a fucking gorgeous ass sea monster kills the one. What's his name again? Hall. Harbrand. Harbrand, yeah. Hallbrand? Harbrand? Whatever his name is, a lot of people, sorry, um, a lot of people think that he is Sauron. Sauron. I could also see him eventually becoming an Asgul. I don't think he's Sauron because why the fuck would he save Galadriel? True. And, and like, I think we haven't seen Sauron yet. Yeah. Is my take. Um, I, I don't think, well, except for obviously in the intro of episode one. Yeah. I want to know if Halbrand is from Hordern. Yes. Where Bronwyn and Arondir are mm-hmm. investigating. I don't remember if there was water near there, so it would just make it a question of why they could have trekked and then. I suppose, yeah. But yeah, probably. But I think it would be cool. But he also said the Southlands, so yeah. doubt. That's true. No, that's a good point. Um, Self-doubt. <laughs> <laughs> also, Galadriel, fucking dumb, fucking tries to outswim the sea monster. Okay, but she did. But she did, but then when the storm came, she's like, Bind yourself, yourself to, to me! me. <laughs> that can't possibly go wrong. Tie yourself to the mast. This is when we were like, Gladwell's not good at boats. She walked from Valador <laughs> yeah, to Middle Earth. That's where that came from. Thank you. Um, we, Dang and I think that the boat that comes upon Galadriel and Hallbrand at the end is Numenor. Oh, that was... Because I want them introduced, goddammit. Yeah, because they live on an island of men. And therefore have boats. And they're like the most advanced society of humans. Yeah. Oh, that's they're, cool. They're, they're a big empire right mm-hmm. now. You know, this is Aragorn's stuff. ancestors and stuff. Oh. They're, they're the longest lived of yeah mm. men. And yeah, half elven. Descended from Elrond's brother. Elros. Who was a trans man. Oh <laughs> my god. That's some LGBT... Plus deep Tolkien lore humor for you, folks. If you don't get that, Elrond and his brother Elros were both, like, half human, half elves. And the gods were like, fuck this shit. Fuck you. Choose if you want to be an elf. Choose if you want to be a man. Because this is getting too confusing and we can't decide if you want to come or can come over to Valinor. So Elrond was like, I want to be an elf. And Elros was like, I want to be a man. So trans man. Transubstantiated <laughs> into a man. But they're the most advanced society of humans, and I want to see them on that boat, mm-hmm. Biatch. And I don't know who else it would be. And they do need to get introduced because they're important. The, 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 the whole arc of this age is them working together with the elves to fight Sauron. Like, that's most truly. That's Le- how it goes. We're leading to the alliance that we saw in the prologue of our, ter- our Lord of the Rings. Fellowship, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting. First movie. <laughs> Prologue of Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> Are you implying that it's three books? I could never. I could never. But it that doesn't happen in the prologue of the books. Yeah, I know. I'm just being shit. <laughs> Darn. It was good storytelling on the part of Peter Jackson to have included it. Frankly, it helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we went over dwarves. We went, and we went over uh, Arondir yeah, and Bronwyn. Who else we got left? We did Galadriel. We got to do the Harfoots and the Harfoot. Stranger. The Stranger. That's the big thing. The eyes of a stranger. Okay, first thing I want to talk about is when the Stranger is doing the stuff with the stick and the ankle breaks. No! Disgusting. Horrible. Very disgusting. And that makes me think that the stranger is maybe not a good guy. Mm-hmm. And that plus the fireflies dying. That plus oh. the fact that he showed up in a big eye of Sauron. But it, yes, that it, too. It, it would be too on the nose for that, but he's, he's he seems not completely good or in control in some way, even if he's not Sauron. You yeah, know? many people have suggested wizard. Which I would... Inaccurate. The blue wizards could theoretically have shown up around this time. But with the they fire, didn't fall out of the sky. No. They, they did come to Middle-earth some other way, though, because Gandalf, Saruman, and Radagast were the ones who sailed over. That's true. So they could stretch lore a bit for it, but it would be weird to try and introduce them where they have, because it's not super timely, no. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Um, you had a theory last night. I don't know if you oh. necessarily believe it, but you're like, it could be this. I'm, mm. I'm just speculating any possibility I can think mm-hmm. of. It could be Erendil having Elrond and Elros' father. Having fallen out of his ship in the sky where he's got the Silmaril and he's... He mm. sails around keeping Morgoth out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he fell out of his ship and that's where they're going with it, which could theoretically explain... How Silmaril could have just been missing for the dwarves to pick mm. up. That would be such a weird plot choice, though. It would be, but like we didn't think of that last night. That would have no basis in reality. None. Arendel never written, falls but, out of his boat. <laughs> but like those exist in the world mm-hmm. as a possibility. So with strange choices, they could be, but we hope it's not. I have also heard some people say maybe it's Glorfindel. Mm. The elf who died fighting a Balrog in Gondolin in the First Age. The oh, one who stabbed with his head? Yeah, no, that's Ecthelion. Oh, fuck. I this always fuck that up. the one who fell off the mountainside to kill it to protect yes. the refugees. Right. But he gets sent back by the Valar. He's resurrected, and he's part of the White Council, and he saves Frodo in Fellowship. So some people have thought maybe this is him being sent back, which could kind of be a cool character choice. Mm-hmm. And it's something that would definitely be within their rights because he was in Lord of the Rings. That's true. That's a good point. But do I think it's likely? Probably not. Because why wouldn't he just be born? Like every other elf that's mm-hmm. reborn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I saw someone with a great take. Do you remember in An Unexpected Journey... When Biffer sings that song in uh, Rivendell, like, there's an inn, there's an inn, there's, there's a burial inn. Right, okay. In that song, they talk about the man in the moon who comes, mm-hmm. himself comes down <laughs> <laughs> to get drunk. They're like, he could be the man in the moon, and that's why he's trying to get back up to the stars, right? And there's no way that's true, but it's the only one I want. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he unhinges his jaw, it, it just like starts screams. Crying. Yeah, that was just—he's creepy. He's freaky and scary. Yeah, I don't like him. Good uh, on. Ooh, dang! You looked up what he was saying. Okay, so I haven't got a great answer for this, but I did go to a Quenya dictionary online, and he's saying mana and ure, um, and mana. There's a, depending on how it's accented, sometimes it means blessed, but sometimes without that, it would be an interrogative word, like he's asking a question, like what or where or something <laughs> like that. And then Ure, the second thing, is the name of a letter in the alphabet for them, but it also could be used in some capacity to mean like heat. So if he was trying to reference like the fire of stars or something, mm-hmm. theoretical, because then if he fell out of the sky and he's talking about the stars in the mm-hmm. making the drawings, I don't know. It's it's I don't have enough information to make a really good guess at that right now. Absolutely. My face is so numb. <laughs> Any other thoughts uh, on the first two episodes? <laughs> Please take me out. I really don't think I have anything else. That's fair. Do we have anything we hope for in the next episode or anything we think we might or might happen? I would like to find out what's in the Dwarven box. Mm-hmm. I want Elrond to ask out a boy just to really stick it to the haters. <laughs> Be like, hey, you want to go get Peter Pit with me, boy? <laughs> Peter Pit? <laughs> I want I want to. Not <laughs> lemon bread, pita pit. <laughs> Bro, you want to go get a subway footlong on lemon? Like... <laughs> I'll give you a subway footlong, says Durin. <laughs> um, it's him. He's the footlong. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's a dwarf. He's I was only a footlong. To figure out how to make that joke. Fuck. Okay. Any other thoughts, though? Nope. Anything okay. else we want to see? Was the question. Yes. Um. <sighs> I think the Harfoots are probably going to start migrating and it's going to be an issue for Broken Ankle Guy and I think maybe the stranger is going to come in and fix what he broke, perhaps, to make it better. Oh, oh that could be cool. Mm, yeah. I had that thought just now. I'm also interested to see them on the move if it's going to bring them into contact with other people, so, you know? Yes. Mm. That would sure. be a cool plot there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Baby's shouting over there, man. <laughs> I put him down in his gym and he's having a good time. Okay, so other thing to hype, we have a Rings of Power Discord channel. Um, and you can come in, share all your thoughts. Big thing we do is we want to keep it spoiler-free for two days. Just use the spoiler bars to mark spoilers, but you can start talking about it as you watch it. People will be responsible for it, but we just don't want it to come up in anybody's notifications and have something spoiled for them. So two days. Um, so that would be like Saturday evening. You're good to start sharing things without um, sharing spoilers. Something we have decided that we want to do is Saturday evenings, um, at a time that we'll probably decide on right now, we're going to do a live chat in our Discord in the voice servers to talk about that episode's Rings of Power episode. So we're going to start doing that on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And, like, if y'all are busy, you know, it is what it is. We'll we'll make it happen. Um, what time do we think would be good for that? Uh, fucked. Like, 6 p.m.? Does that conflict with dinner some nights, though? Yeah, 7 p.m. Let's do 7. Does that work for you guys? Yes. It probably won't this weekend, but this is an Yeah, wh- whenever weekend, you yeah. guys are... But 7 p.m. regularly should be fine. Okay. So Rings of Power chat, Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, you can make your own calculations as to what fucking time that is for you, because I hate time zones. <laughs> um, so 7 p.m. Eastern time, we'll be doing a live chat in our Discord channel, and we'll talk about that episode of Rings of Power for the week. Uh, and it'll be cool. I don't know how regularly we'll be put... I don't think we're going to be putting out, like, a weekly episode on Rings of Power. No, fuck Just because, like, we have a baby, and we just happen to all be together for D&D, and because it's a holiday. Uh, so that was what it was. But we'll we'll try to put some out semi-regularly. It'll probably be a bunch of episodes. But if you want to talk to us about a Rings of Power episode, come join our Discord. Yeah. And do that. You can access our Discord by going to the episode description for this and following our Linktree link. Uh, that has links to all of our social media, including our Discord channel. Alright. Fuck yeah, let's get out of here. Any other thoughts from anybody? Thank you, Nugget. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Nugget's yeah, very loud. Alright, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed Time Podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at the Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon, where you can now access every single Patreon episode we have ever put out for a dollar and twenty-five or $1.25 Canadian. Uh, If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills, except for myself, Mr. BuzzFeed, and the baby. Bye. Bye. (laughs)